He left a successful career on Wall Street so he could set the record straight on cable news. He did such a great job that even President Trump noticed and asked for his help. Now, he's become a champion for American nationalism and a proud spokesman for the deplorables. He's Steve Cortez, and this is The Steve Cortez Show on AM560, The Answer. talk about some of the practical aspects, some of the practical fallout of coronavirus and how it is already changing our lives. For some people, the changes are profound and serious, like losing a job. For some people, they're more minor annoyances or perhaps even silly. Uh, but wherever it is on that spectrum, it's affecting a whole lot of people. Here in Illinois, we've got a lot of restrictions. Uh, many businesses closed, particularly bars and restaurants, schools closed, kids home, whether they're home from college if they were away, or grade school, high school kids who are home all day now who are normally at school. A lot of very quick, very sudden lifestyle changes. Um, and it's in many ways annoying and inconvenient for us. And I'm going to take your calls in the next segment because I want to hear how your life is changing and how you're coping with it. But for some people, it's more than just a little bit annoying for people who are actually full-on quarantined, shelter in place, not supposed to leave the house, uh, it's obviously way, way more restrictive. And my guest now is just one of those people. Justin Robert Young is a podcaster out in the San Francisco Bay, and he is under quarantine order. So, Justin, thank you for joining the Steve Cortez Show. My understanding is uh, you're in lockdown in San Francisco until April 7th. Is that correct? Uh, at least then, yeah, uh, out here, I think it was six counties of the San Francisco Bay Area, so that encompasses San Jose, uh, San Francisco, and Oakland, where I am, uh, but yeah, until at least April 7th, and uh, and then we'll see where we are from there. Wow. Now, listen, I want to ask you first, because the Bay Area is some of the most expensive real estate in the world. And so because of that, you know, and I've spent a lot of time out there because that even wealthy people tend to live in small places. Right. So, uh, you know, if you're a regular earning person or a lower income person, you really live in in cramped quarters, particularly compared to us here. Uh, Justin, we're in the Midwest, you know, the home of the prairie. And we we tend to have some room here. Uh, It's very different in the Bay Area. And so I would imagine that that makes it particularly problematic for a lot of people, uh, the cramped quarters to be confined to? Certainly. I mean, the, the, the bigger thing is, I mean, so, so right now, just to give everybody an idea, shelter at home means that you, you can go out, right? That the, mm-hmm. the, the, the uh, um, stormtroopers aren't patrolling the streets, uh, billy clubbing you back into your building if you walk out. You're, you're, you're allowed to go. Uh, it's just not, there's really nothing to do. All the mm-hmm. restaurants and bars are shut down. Uh, so you either are going to someplace essential or you're walking to kind of just, you know, clear your head and, and get some fresh air. But other than that, there's really not much to interact with. Right. All the things that we would normally do are closed. Right. Well, and to be honest, that is the case here as well, in general. I mean, it's not as restrictive, of course, because we, we certainly do yeah. have businesses besides restaurants that are that are still open. So, um, But the, the restaurants and pubs and you know even Starbucks now, you can go in and grab it and go, but there's absolutely no sitting uh, even here. So uh, yours is more restrictive, but you know not massively so compared to here. But I did want to ask you about that. Because we don't have a shelter-in-place order here, we don't know what it's like yeah. yet. Uh, that aspect of let's say you just, you know, for whatever reason, want to just walk and walk and walk or you're a runner and you want to really run. Nobody's going to bother you. Nobody's going to say, hey, get inside or you're not getting groceries. Get back to your house. That's not happening. 
Uh, not yet, right? You never know. I mean, I don't think anybody would have predicted that we'd be at the place we are now two weeks ago. So I am I am not in the prediction business right. on where we're going to be two weeks from today. But, yeah, as of now, really the biggest thing is uh, uh, they are restricting travel out of here. So, like, okay. let's say I wanted to go down to the Oakland airport and, and catch a flight. I would need a uh, an essential business reason why. Okay. Although, to be totally honest, I don't know. If I could, you know, just get a text from my mom. Saying, right. Hey. I okay, but to, no, that's I a significant difference then, because you know we have yeah. no restrictions here regarding your movement. Yeah. Right. So okay, so that is a key difference then. Okay, that you're not supposed to leave without a really valid reason to get in your car and say, I just whatever, I want to go to Tahoe, um, or exactly. something. So yeah. No, and I understand you can't predict the future. You know, as Yogi Berra said, I, I, I never make predictions, especially about the future. Right. Um, <laughs> but, but tell us this. Uh, how about some? Are there some positives? Have you found? And, and you're you're new into this now. Now, but have you found some yeah. positives? Like, are you getting more work done? Are you, are there things that are positive about it? Uh, I mean, I guess theoretically, all anybody wants to do is talk about how you know Shakespeare wrote his uh, best work <laughs> while on quarantine or whatever. So right. uh, I think that certainly there is there's a lot of runway. But for me, I mean, I worked from home before. It's not really that big of a change, except for the fact that my wife is now home. So right. uh, um, there's there's uh, a, a constant presence here, and, and we're I would usually have a lot of time by myself, but then I would kind of blow off the time by myself by getting out of the apartment, and that's not the case now. So really, Steve, the biggest change in my life is that I'm doing a lot more drinking on my roof. Right. I have a great roof. I can then look out over the city, so uh, I'm just heading up there. Uh, any hour of the day really is appropriate. Just start drinking there, and, uh, and and we're just gonna ride this one out. And I saw that on your Twitter, and I encourage the listeners to take a look uh, at Justin R. Young, <laughs> um, and you put a cool picture. But I will say, at least you know you can't always tell from a picture. It seemed a bit eerie too, because you live in a very busy, crowded place, and boy, it didn't seem busy yeah. in the picture. So is that does it make you sad a little bit to see that to see a city that's not teeming? I, I think, but to be totally honest with you, it's it, it is eerie, and I think it's eerie everywhere. Uh, I mean, we, we took effectively you, – you don't realize how thriving your city is. You don't realize how thriving your economy is until all of a sudden it's all gone. Right. And, and that's really the most jarring element of it is that whether or not uh, – you know, for, for whatever anybody thinks about what this disease is, and, and uh, I hope that everybody who thinks this is overblown is totally correct, and we don't have the kind of death toll that we've seen in Europe and China, but uh, – it, the, the the cure right now functionally is worse than the disease. And I hope that, that it, it stays that way and we don't have the disease kind of meet sure. the, meet the moment, but that those lines uh, don't cross sort of right. Yeah. 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 But, but for right now, it shows you how serious the situation is that uh, governments, big and small state, County uh, and federal uh, effectively shut down what was a bubbling bull economy. And, and you realize now, what that means in terms, like block by block, like what bars are closed, what restaurants are closed, what, what things are open now. And, and we're going to really, really know by the time that we come out of this by what's still open. Right.
Right. You know, so I thought of it this morning, you know, I got up and just sort of naturally uh, in my head was, well, I'm on my way to the gym. Well, no, I'm not because uh, the gym closed here. Um, so yeah. I'm not. And I, I, I mentioned this yesterday to the listeners. So if they were listening yesterday, I'm going to repeat it. But uh, my wife decided it. And so everybody's home at my house. My wife and my four kids, three of them are away at school. Not anymore. So our house suddenly got full, yeah. which is wonderful in a lot of ways, can also be bothersome in other ways, particularly my wife, who is suddenly sure. cooking for everyone. Um, but everybody into fitness, gym closed. Um, uh, my wife decided to turn our garage into a, an instant sort of pop-up pandemic gym. Um, went out and spent a ton of money on a on a lot of equipment. I mean, a cool, good idea, right, uh, for the family. But but obviously, and look, that's obviously a silly way. Some of the stuff's not silly for people, right? Uh, some people, um, for example, don't want to go to work because if at home they're caring for an elderly person who uh, is particularly yeah. vulnerable to the disease. Well, they don't want to go out to work even if their job is still happening because they don't want to pick it up and bring it home to mom, elderly mom, while they take care. So I understand that you know some of the stuff's silly. Some of it's very very serious. I do want to hear from the listeners for the next segment. Please give me a call. 312-642-5600. What's going on in your life? What are you changing because of the restrictions that are, are put upon you? What's happening in your house? And I want to hear, the, like I said, the silly and the serious. 312-642-5600. Let's talk about that in the next segment. And I'm talking now with Justin Robert Young, who is a podcaster who is sheltered in place in the Bay Area in California. So how about this, Justin? Do you notice, I mean, are there many people doing it? Are people out in the streets anyway, just kind of walking around or no? It's Are the streets pretty, in your picture, they sure look pretty empty. Is that the, the reality most of the time? Yeah. I mean, I would say the, the, the picture that's up on my Twitter now, that, that's the, the pointing into the more uh, suburban area. If, I mean, if you know, it's, it's in, in the city, right? But this is the more, uh, uh, that, that is a little bit less busy. The opposite side of the building is pointing toward the lake, and that's kind of more into the city center. I, I would kind of compare it to it's like a 24-7 version of, like, you ever leave the house on, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like that? Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe during, like, you know, out there in Chicago, like a, like a Bears game, and everything's just kind of, like, eerie, right? It's just, like, a little quieter than it ever normally is. Right. Uh, that's how it is just 24-7 now. It's there, just there staying that just way. not a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, it's just that all the time. Which, on one hand, is the point, right? That's well, of course, want. right. You, you don't, you, you don't want, uh, you know, like what's going around on Twitter with a bunch of, uh, you know, ding dong college students down in Miami Beach, uh, you know, just kind of right. rubbing up against each other and spitting in each other's mouths. It's uh, right. you want everybody to stay, right. stay away. No, listen, I will tell you this. So I, I live not too far from Wrigley Field, so a really social neighborhood. And on Saturday night, you know, the advisory was, of course, social distancing, but it wasn't being enforced. Bars were, you know, were not shut down. And I will tell you this, yep. on that Saturday night before th- uh, Thanksgiving, before um, St. Patrick's Day in Chicago, uh, there was no social distancing going on. Those bars were absolutely no. jammed, lines out the door. Um, and in a way, it made you laugh, but of course, it's not funny in many other ways because it is dangerous. Well, so. I think it was... It was it was one of the most important social moments in in online social media history because uh, for one weekend everybody went out and everybody took pictures the way that they normally would and literally it was the next day that everything got shut down because right. we now had full proof that you can't trust people you right. can't just say that advisory like, doesn't away. work <laughs> right no but, but to no, that point too one, gonna go out. one last question for you Justin on that and this this is one thing I really worry about with quarantines particularly if they spread to other places is you know look we're Americans I mean we're rule Baker breakers I mean we just are yeah. so I worry that if the quarantines even where they are but certainly if they expand 
that you know we we just don't know what kind of a situation can develop from this. And my guess is it's it's really kind of almost in our DNA to disobey. But I mean, your thoughts on that? What do you think for for you personally and for people here's, you know there? Here's the hope. You know, there was a a article that went around today about a town in Italy that got their uh, uh, spread rate to zero. And the way they did it was first by quarantining and then by testing. The hope is that uh, hopefully with everything that's happening with the federal government now that we do see a gigantic influx in testing. And what this two weeks does or any you know quarantine that happens past now is it just gives the region enough time to start testing. And once you do that, then you can more micro target the Correct. quarantine. Right. You can quarantine people who are actually sick or even symptomatic or asymptomatic. Uh, and so that's really what I hope. It, it, right. I think this is unsustainable economically. Socially, it is unsustainable. The hope is that this just at least gives us time to to cover us and test, which for the United States is a lot different than Italy, you know, Germany or anywhere else. Right, right. I do think of that a lot, too, culturally, because I've, I've heard so many comparisons. You know, well, Italy did it. Well, America's a lot different than continental Europe. I mean, anybody who's spent time there knows that. We are mm. a very, very different people. Uh, at, at a, as I said, in some ways, a disobedient people, which can be an attribute, of course, for our country, but it can also be problematic. But uh, although, just, although, although maybe by this point, closing the bidet gap. And that's all we can hope for. <laughs> that's right. The bidet gap. All right, we're gonna. Have, I want you to write a white paper up on that, and we're gonna have you back uh, <laughs> to talk about the closing bidet gap between the United States and the rest of the world because of the toilet paper run of the coronavirus. Let's hey, let's hope that within weeks we're going to be laughing about all this. I think we will be, but but let's hope. Uh, Justin Robert Young, I so appreciate you being our guest and, and filling us in on what it's like to be under shelter in place, under quarantine. I want to hear your stories, folks, please. Give me a ring, 312-642-5600. How has quarantine changed your life? Are you a mom who suddenly has kids at home? Did you have to uh, stop going to work if, if your work was still happening on site? Uh, do you have silly stories of stuff that's happening in quarantine? Do you find yourself uh, drinking on the deck a lot more like Justin Young? Uh, give me a call, 312-642-5600.